Have you had a time when it seems like you and your spouse are just getting on each other's nerves? I mean, it, it's a simple thing, but it really irritates me. You can kind of feel that. You try to have a conversation, but it ends up in arguments. I mean, this has happened time and again, and I usually loop back with Dina and prematurely will say something like, well, at least it's not something big. At least we're fighting about small stuff, which doesn't really help. I'm John Fuller, along with Greg and Aaron Smalley. They lead our marriage team here, and they have a perfect marriage. So we'll hear from them in just a little bit. But first, Jason and Tori Benham, uh, they joined Jim Daly and me. And uh, on a serious note, they talked about spiritual warfare in our marriages. There's no doubt that there's a spiritual component to these irritations and these frustrations we feel. Let's go ahead and hear Jason and Tori as they tell part of their story. Jason and Tori, welcome to Focus. Welcome back. Thank you. Good Thank to be here with you guys. Yes, we're so glad to be here. <laughs> it is good. And we alluded to it already, but why is it so important for couples to be aware of the spiritual battle going on? I mean, it's so easy yeah. to fall into the worldly stuff, right? She said, what? You said, what? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. rather than going, okay, someone's stirring our hearts here in mm-hmm. the wrong direction. Yeah. You know, my dad always used to say that how you see the battle determines how you fight it. Huh. So, John, I, I look back at, at what you just said about you and your wife having a little disagreement this morning. And and I think in that moment, what Satan wants more than anything is to get you fighting face to face against each other rather than shoulder to shoulder against him. Hmm. Right. He wants you tied up in a personal battle rather than engaged together as teammates in a spiritual war. And, and we see this all throughout Scripture, especially there right at the beginning of Genesis. You know, when Satan was up in heaven and he was, he was an angel, of course, he was Lucifer then, he wanted God's authority. He wanted the throne. And what did God do? He obviously wasn't going to fight him. So he, he sent Michael, the archangel, to fight him. And they ended up getting into this scrummy. And sure enough, Satan loses and gets cast down to earth. And then God decides that he's going to make a man. And where did he put him? In the same spot that he just put his banished foe. Hmm. Like, and then God didn't give Adam, as far as we know, any heads up that Satan was there. And God also didn't have Eve alongside him. He let Adam go on his own there and have to deal with taking dominion over the garden without his counterpart. And of course, we know why, because he wanted to make sure that Adam knew that he needed her. Hmm. And then God gives Eve to Adam. And the whole time, though, Satan is watching this, and Satan has yet to pounce because Satan wants that authority that Adam has. Mm. And sure enough, Eve comes along. God gives him the greatest gift that he could ever have because he knows that Satan is about to attack. And so when you talk about why is it important that couples understand that there's a spiritual war, when you know that the very first couple was placed in the context of a fight Mm. that Satan was going to pounce, and God said, you know what, I'm going to need to protect them against this, and I'm going to give Adam the greatest thing he could ever have, a spouse. And where two or more are gathered in my name, there I am in their midst. And the gates of hell cannot prevail against the church. Marriage is the most organic form of church. So, John, if you see your marriage as a church, now all of a sudden you and your wife, you're going to figure out a way to work through this conflict. Because, you know, Satan So good. And I love that illustration of, you know, that being a stench, that marriage is a stench in the nostrils of Satan. Mm. Yes. Because it it is reminding him constantly that God made human beings, made man in his image, Mm. and he made them male and female, Mm -hmm. and the two shall become one. Right. And that very image is 
right in the face of Satan every day. I mean, that's why we need to fight for our marriages. Right. And it makes you fight differently. It does. Uh, You had, let's get to it, because this isn't something, knowledge that you're born with. You (laughs) kind of had to develop these thoughts. Mm -hmm. You had a long distance uh, beginning. You Mm -hmm. you were courting, but it was from a distance. Mm -hmm. And then you got married and you went on your honeymoon. So just wrap that into a ball for us. Uh, First courtship (laughs) at a distance. How did that go? Oh, my goodness. Well, while we were courting, when we were dating, Jason was actually getting his master's degree in marriage and family counseling in the off <laughs> oh, season gosh. of playing with the Baltimore was Orioles. Was that attractive to you that he it was, was doing this? It was. I was like, wow. he, he said, well, we're, we need to learn about marriage, so let's just do it this way. And so he began to get his master's and he starts sending me home all of his notes and he's calling me, he's sending me the books and and we're like, oh my goodness, this is amazing. God is so good. He's, set, he's setting us up, right? Yeah. <laughs> And then, get, and then we get married. <laughs> he set us up all right. <laughs> so you go on this honeymoon that yeah. you planned, right, Jason? I planned okay. it. Okay, and what happened? Well, oh knowing my. that you were meant for each other yeah. from oh the beginning of the world. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we were so excited. We were thrilled. And Jason didn't tell me where we were going, so he told me to pack light. Well, he, he meant that we were going somewhere warm. Light happened to be the most monstrous suitcase there was. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I didn't know where we were going, so I packed this big suitcase, and we get, we get to the Bahamas, and... I'm, we get onto the cruise ship and I, immediately I'm seasick. I had never been on, that's on a boat. That's not good for honeymoon time. No, yeah. it wasn't. Yeah, that's exactly and right. And so, um, you know, we, we very quickly realized that expectations were going to play a huge role yeah. in our relationship. And I had gone from this high of, you know, being a beautiful wife at my very best, you know, the week before to being sick in bed my very worst and I just felt so hopeless like this is not the way it was supposed to be and of course Jason felt the same way and Jason ended up he said um we were we were getting ready to go and he was irritated and he was not himself I said what is you know all this is not the Jason I know I think something (laughs) about throwing a suitcase across the cabin on the ship Uh, well you know I helped her pack (laughs) and then (laughs) I was packing it and she said give it to me and I'll pack it and I said Okay, fine. And I threw it across. <laughs> the- Slung it. Are you kidding? I wasn't a good husband. I was a new husband. But disappointment is the gap between expectation and reality. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know that little lesson. And so we learned through the trial of fire that conflict is going to come. It's going to come fast. And mm-hmm. you're going to be revealed for the junk that's inside you. And Satan's going to be laughing the whole time because he's going to be watching it. Because mm-hmm. he wants you fighting face to face. Because he knows how dangerous you are fighting shoulder to shoulder. All right, so earlier I made kind of a facetious comment. It was totally facetious about Greg, you and Aaron having the perfect marriage. You don't. You've been very candid about that on this podcast and in other circumstances, and I so appreciate how transparent the two of you are. Jason and Tori brought something up about Satan wanting to tear our marriages apart and bring us down. What do you think about that? What's your reaction to to that frame, that perspective? I was thinking about what you said in the introduction when you talked about how, you know, you and Dina might be talking about something and you said, hey, well, at least we're arguing about the small things. You it's know, not the biggest not things. Not the big things. Yeah. And actually, that's called a, a repair attempt. And oh. that's a really healthy thing. You were, you were actually bringing some levity. You were trying to, to repair wherever the conversation was headed. And that's a great way to fight back against Satan's attacks. And we need those now. I I try to use humor at times, and sometimes, right, Aaron, you say what? Like ninety five percent of the time, yeah, ninety five percent of the time, I appreciate your sense of humor. (laughs) So, so again, that's one. 
I also think just focusing on 1 Samuel 16, 7, that talks about how man looks at the outward appearance, but God looks at the heart. To ask God in those moments, God, give me a picture of an image of Aaron's heart right now because I'm feeling this way. I feel like she's doing this. You know, then we start to, you know, judge or come to negative conclusions. And it's just a great way to go, well, I'm going to step back. God, give me the perspective right now. I mean, he he made Aaron. She's made in his image. He knows her completely. And he can provide an insight. He can provide a peace. I, I might not hear a word, but I may feel something in my heart just kind of subtle. I think that, that over the years, so we've been married 30 years, and let's say there's moments that that I'm frustrated. As a matter of fact, the other morning, um, I, we were having kind of a week-long video shoot here at Focus on the Family, and, and I was really nervous because this is a program that we've been working on for two years. It's called Marriage 911. It's going to be for churches to help couples in crisis, train up mentors to do that. Really excited about it. And, and our filming part of that's a big deal. And, a lot and of I was pressure. super nervous yeah. because of all that pressure. Aaron and I are getting ready to to go in to start the first day of filming. I'm, oh, I'm just so nervous. She goes, "Listen, you know, I I just I can't hear you complain and and talk about your nervousness right now." And I was so offended. <laughs> and in and, and I was There's in good reason. <laughs> and I and I walked into to our, just our closets, just picking out whatever outfit I'm supposed to wear. I'm just like, I can't believe how rude. She's always telling me that she really wants to know how I'm feeling. So I try and this is what I get. But then I honestly went, you know what though? That's not who Aaron's been over the years. She does such a great job of validating me. I wonder what's going on. Just as she shows up in our closet to go, listen, I love you. I really do care about how you feel. I'm just telling you right now, I'm just, I also feel so overwhelmed. I just, I don't have capacity to to hear or think about any more of the nervousness that I'm already feeling. Yeah, and I just make me worse. That's fair. Yeah. yeah whenever we're it. doing anything, an event together or filming and Greg is nervous, well, then I'm like, oh, I better be real nervous then. And he had been talking about being nervous or stressed for like a week. Hmm. And I was like, oh my gosh, I can't take it anymore. I, I, like, you're stressing me out. So, so, it just, so you, you walked it through though. I mean, yeah. was, it, you were thinking the better of her and Aaron, you showed up and showed that. But at I, first yeah. I went right to, she doesn't love me. She doesn't care. She's, she's lying all these years that she says, I just want to know how you feel. I thought he would I go, wish, that makes sense. Like, I know you're so stressed too. And I've been talking a lot about it, but I then I, went, then I watched right, your face fair. and was like, Oh, he didn't take it like that. So I went around the corner and was like, Hey, listen, I absolutely do want to hear how you're feeling, but just not right now. And, and so what I, what I like is, is that that's the kind of thing that we try to do. So hear me. I mean, I went to a bad, dark place first, and I really do think that's how Satan attacks. Yes. Mm-hmm. We, we get in those moments where I start catastrophizing and, and thinking the absolute worst. She doesn't care. She'll yeah. never care. Th- that is a great reminder that we're in that moment under spiritual warfare. And so I, I just said, God, I, I don't think that's who Aaron's been. And I really thought about it and went, that's not at all who she is. Mm. Like, she loves that kind of stuff huh, I wonder what must be going on. So I would have then gone out to go, hey, that kind of offended me. That hurt me a little bit. 
something must be going on because that's not who you are. And she could have then said all that, but I love that she came and offered that really quick. So mm-hmm. the point being is that you, you've got to deal with the kind of the mental part of that, the yeah. thinking, then talk about it. Like the worst thing I could have done is just kind of swallowed that frustration and let that thing build up. And then it would have been an issue. Then we would have been trying to film together. You wouldn't have done so well. On some yeah. marriage thing. It just it had been so awkward. Yeah. Well, and that in and of itself is kind of an indicator, right? You're getting ready to help other marriages, and the enemy wants to get right, right in your face and Perfect. start telling you lies. Mm-hmm. Well, we believe here at Focus that there is a spiritual dynamic to life and that we have to stay strong in Christ, and that leads to the best marriage possible. We have a number of articles to help you in your relationship uh, with your spouse. One is by Greg. It's called Marriage is a Battle, but Not Against Each Other. Uh, We'll link over to that in the show notes, and you'll find some other articles as well. And then, of course, Jason and Tori Benham have written about their story. It's a great book. It's called Beauty in Battle, Winning in Marriage by Waging a War. And uh, it has a lot of practical ways to stay unified spiritually as a couple. Uh, the details are in the show notes. Make a donation as you can uh, and request that book. And uh, we appreciate so much your support. We are listener-supported, so a monthly gift of any amount or one-time gift are deeply appreciated. And uh, just ask for that book when you make that contribution. Next time, Gary Thomas and Deborah Faleta address why it's important to prioritize physical intimacy in your relationship. For now, I'm John Fuller, and on behalf of Greg and Aaron Smalley and the entire team, Thanks for listening to the Focus on the Family Marriage Podcast.